baby bus. Around the world in 80 days. Episode 3, Fix's Detective Record Part 1. Wednesday, October 9th, 1872. Six and a half days after embarking on the trip around the world for 80 days, we came to Suez, Egypt. The huge ocean liner, the Mongolia, was sailing on the water. It was more than a hundred meters long and more than twenty meters tall, and it looked like a moving castle. In a luxury suite on the Mongolia, Mr. Fogg immersed himself in writing in his travel diary. <sighs> Sir, it's so boring here. <gasps> I'll do a somersault to relieve your boredom. Flap, flap. Passepartout started speedily turning somersaults in the room like a cyclone. But Mr. Fogg was not the least bit distracted by Passepartout. As of today, we've traveled for six and a half days. Plop! Passepartout suddenly fell flat on his bottom. My goodness! Already six and a half days! Passepartout cried out in surprise. Then he quickly lowered his voice and mumbled. My gas bill must be a huge sum. Passepartout had forgotten to turn off the gas when he left the house. Mr. Fogg said that this account would be charged to Passepartout. Passepartout felt very sorry for himself whenever he thought about it. Our ship goes straight to Bombay, India, but it stops at the Suez port in Egypt for four hours. Go ask the captain of the ship if we'll reach Bombay on time. Yes, sir. I'll do it at once. If the Magnolia dares to be late, it owes me a big sum of money for the gas bill. After saying that, Passepartout left the room with a gloomy face. As Passepartout was walking swiftly toward the captain's cabin, the Suez port, now just a couple of miles away from the Mongolia, was bustling with noise and excitement. The port was covered with a dense, dark mass of people, a large number of them porters and hawkers. Madam, do you need help with your luggage? Eggs for sale! Come quickly and see the ancient elixir left behind by the pharaohs. It's guaranteed to cure all diseases. Hey, who are you? Why are you staring at us up and down? Are you up to no good? Loud noises came from the port. A few fierce hawkers were grabbing hold of a short Englishman. Let go of me. I'm Fix, a detective from England. I'm investigating a bank robbery. Look, this is the criminal. The short Englishman knitted his eyebrows tightly. Underneath his long eyelashes flashed a pair of sharp eyes. He waved the portrait in his hand, which showed a handsome gentleman. If Mr. Fogg had seen the portrait, he might have been shocked. The portrait showed a man who looked a lot like him. What? A detective? I don't believe you. The criminal is clearly a man. So why are you staring at the ladies? Detective Fix stuck out a finger calmly and waved it in front of the crowd. You don't understand. Based on my years of investigating cases, I know there's a possibility of a male criminal posing as a woman. Nonsense. Come on, let's drag him to the police station. The crowd started clamoring and a few strong hawkers dragged Detective Fix to the police station. Wait, wait! I have documents to prove my identity. 
Detective Fix quickly took out a police badge from his shirt pocket and handed it to the hawker. When the hawker saw the police badge, he finally believed that Fix was a detective. So you really are a detective. Let's go. The hawkers quickly dispersed and continued calling out their wares. Detective Fix heaved a sigh of relief. Oh, that nearly messed up my case. Detective Fix fixed his gaze in the distance. Woo-woo! The Mongolia was slowly sailing into the Suez port. Based on my years of investigating cases, since the bank robber is not at the port, he may be on the ship. After the ship had docked, swarms of passengers from the ship disembarked in a flood. Fix's sharp eyes swept back and forth over the crowd. His eyes widened suddenly. He saw a handsome gentleman standing on the deck of the Mongolia. He looked very much like the bank robber. Of course, this gentleman was Mr. Fogg. But Mr. Fogg was definitely not the bank robber. He just happened to look like the bank robber. But Detective Fix thought they were one and the same. I found the bank robber, finally! Detective Fix was so excited he jumped up and rushed forward quickly. I must arrest you! But at this moment, all the porters and hawkers rushed forward all together, and the port became extremely crowded. Detective Fix, investigating a case! Move aside! Move aside! Detective Fix summoned all his strength to squeeze through the crowd. Hey, Shorty, stop squeezing. Detective, I think you're just cutting in line. I'm the Queen of England. Move aside. Pharaoh has come back to life. Let me move to the front. Ah, squeeze! Squeeze! Move out of here. Get out of here. Let me get in. Suddenly, an egg flew toward Detective Fix, cracking open on his face. Splat! Even so, the detective didn't stop. Ugh. Detective Fix is not going to be defeated by an egg. Huh? Where's the bank robber? Detective Fix raised his head to look around, and he saw that Mr. Fogg, who had been standing on the deck before, had vanished without a trace. Oh dear! If he alighted from the ship and escaped, it won't be easy to catch him here. Good day, sir. I want to ask you, how do I get to the British Embassy? I want to get a stamp on my passport. A young man holding a passport walked to Fix. The young fellow looked strong, with a simple, honest expression. It was Passepartout. Detective Fix was in no mood to help someone with directions. But as he was about to turn around and leave, he suddenly thought of something. He snatched over the passport Passepartout was holding and looked at it carefully. It's him! Detective Fix was so excited, his hands trembled. The owner of the passport looks exactly like the criminal in the portrait. He must be the bank robber. I must arrest him! (laughs) Mr. Fogg was mistaken for a thief, and Detective Fix vowed to catch him. Passepartout accidentally leaked Mr. Fogg's identity when he asked for directions. Will Mr. Fogg be arrested? Stay tuned for the next episode.